Hello everyone, welcome to In the Neighborhood with your hosts, Tim Johnson and Stacy Borjo. Together, they are finding out what makes the heart of the Heartland Beat. They sit down with people in your community that lead organizations, businesses, and government. You'll learn who they are and what they're involved in and why. They are the people in your neighborhood. It's In the Neighborhood with Stacy Borjo and Tim Johnson. Hi everybody, my name's Tim Johnson and this is my sister Stacy and my other sister Stacy. <laughs> <laughs> this is Stacy Borjo. Oh my gosh, we're not family. Uh, <laughs> not, not literally. You're messing with my literal brain. You can't do uh, that. Uh, yeah. Uh, we are not family either, so, but that's but okay. I'm, I'm happy to be accepted, yes. In the screen. like a sister, I'm telling you. <laughs> we're all, we're all brothers and sisters. And we have Stacy Peterson. Mm -hmm. uh, I... I looked it up and it said um, communications liaison. I like that. Okay. You're, what, what is your official title? I'm the strategic communications manager for the city of Peoria. So awesome. I work out of the city manager's office. So what, are, what do you do as? In that position? So in that role, I actually work as a liaison, that's true, between the city council and the public, between department heads and the public, um, between the staff and each other. So when certain decisions are made on the council floor, I have to be prepared to explain how that's going to impact our residents. So I do that through a various means of communication tools, social media and press releases and press conferences. Um, but I do an awful lot of public engagement at meetings and speaking at neighborhood associations and conferences. Wow. One thing I really love about you is um, you're about solutions. <laughs> yes. Every time that we've met, it's not <laughs> we have a problem. It's, okay, well, let's figure out how to solve that. Thank you. Yeah, very much so. I think I'm really lucky. I work with a lot of people who have a lot of ideas. And I, in a former life, I worked with a lot of artists. And I'd always say, those are great ideas, but how are we going to get that to happen? Mm -hmm. And so it really gets exciting when you can lay out a roadmap and make things actually happen in your community. So thanks for saying that. It's always really fun to hear what people have to think. Sure. So tell me some of the things that you've done in general. Sure. In general, um, well, in this role, the, here's the great thing about my role. I work with all the departments, and I like to say that if you were looking at a wheel, I'm kind of the hub in the middle of it. So I work a lot with public works. In fact, I work more with public works than many other departments. So on any given day, I can be out at a job site. I can be at a demolition site. Um, I've been in a snowplow driving it. I get calls in the middle of the night about snow plowing, and I hear an awful lot of complaints about potholes. So I, I, you know, it's, it's kind of like anything. Uh, community development's great because I get to go out and directly work with the residents and talk to them about how we can correct properties or how we can go to neighborhood associations and get tons of good ideas. So because of all of this uh, direct public contact, I do things like design campaigns to educate the public on recycling or trash or yard waste pickup. Or I give the public options on how to complain about those potholes in a way that will get them filled. Or I get people that will say to me, um, I don't understand why you can pay for this item, but you can't pay for our streets. And any of those opportunities, any of those touch points are great ways for me to not only understand what people get, <laughs> bless <Sorry>. you, <laughs> what people understand, that was good, and <laughs> what people understand about city services, but also the part that they can play in making a difference in getting city services taken care of, so, yeah. That sounds like a lot of fun, actually. It is a lot to of fun. Be able to be up in a plow truck. I mean, <laughs> that to was learn all those yeah. things. That'd be so. That cool. was one of my best moments. Up until then, it was like a police ride along, but driving a plow truck was 
up there. I, I could see Stacy. <laughs> yeah, literally. You'd love it. You'd love it. I could see her in yeah. a plow truck with yeah. a bunch of cars and. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Don't let that happen. <laughs> we can make that happen, actually. <laughs> it would be funny. So you and I have a very good friend, mm-hmm. Norm Kelly. Oh, it's his birthday today. I just saw him. He came to see me at City Hall today. It, yep. Yes. He is such a great guy. Just fun to be around. And, yeah. He is. Yeah. We, we kind of connected through him, I think, at one point, too. I think that, yes, we did an yeah. interview with him back at your old location. That's right. That's right. Yep. Yes, he is um, really, I think, one of the preeminent historians of Peoria, and we are very fortunate that he is still around and still willing to tell stories and still willing to do research and and share that knowledge with people. And he's got such a a demeanor that is so unique to anybody that you've ever met. He's very uh, quick-witted and a little bit sharp and just really fun, really fun guy. Right. Wow. So you did something... I'm part of I've Decided. Stacey got me involved with I've Decided. Oh, yeah. Um, it's cool. It's you cool. just did a um, seminar yeah. on uh, making a difference in Peoria. Um, can you kind of give us a hint of what that was about? Absolutely. Uh, well, I'll, I, can I tell you my I've Decided story? Yeah. Since we all kind of get it, and every, I'm sure your people watch Kim. Kim called me up. I'd known her husband, actually, for a longer time than I'd known her. And, and she said, I, I want to meet you for coffee. It, I think that we need to meet. And I said, yeah, I've seen you around. Let's make time to meet. And we sat down, and within an hour, whatever she was going to ask me, I was going to say yes to. Because she is just that energetic and yeah. fun and captivating. And... I was so incredibly impressed by what she's doing to empower people in the community. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's it's totally unique, and it's she is completely genuine. I just love her and, and the work that she's doing. So she said she was going to do this spring half-a-day conference and said, I'd really like you to talk to people. And I said, well, I have no idea what you'd like me to talk about. And she said, talk about what residents do and, and how they do things. And I said, oh, I deal with that every day. And so what I came up with was uh, – was a little presentation on how residents, specifically in the city of Peoria, mm-hmm. can make a difference in their community through their volunteer efforts. And and wound up giving a whole bunch of examples, which I'm sure I'll talk about a few of them today. So it was a great conference. I loved it. That's awesome. Yeah. So what do you have to share with us then? <laughs> okay. <laughs> so Dive right in. Yeah, perfect. So one of the things that I hear a lot in my job, because I go out a lot into the public, People like to come up to me and say, gosh, I wish Peoria had, and then in parentheses, they name something, some idea. Right. I hear it all the time. You guys hear it all oh, the yeah. time. And there are those people that say that and kind of hem and haw, and then there are those people that are like, oh, I'm going to go do that. Like, I'm going to do it. I'm going to figure out how to do that. And that's a lot of times where I come in. I say, okay, I can get you, get you connected to the right resources. So traditionally... We have a lot of opportunities for people to get involved in city government, and many people don't realize that. We have multiple boards and commissions, and if you have an interest in gardening, you could join our Constitution Garden Commission. If you liked city planning, we have one of those. If you like historic preservation, we have one of those. And those boards and commissions are really important. They're very diverse, and the decisions that they make within their regular meetings actually go to influence our city council in their voting decisions. So it's a very empowering role. But they meet regularly. They frequently meet during regular days, business hours, and people don't have that kind of time. I mean, they've got lives. They've got children. They have other obligations. So... 
that, that knocks out a whole bunch of opportunities. Um, but people can actually, if that interests them, go to our website at pureagov.org and go to boards and commissions and they can see all of the open opportunities. Another thing that we have are a lot of public meetings and public engagement um, strategies where people can come in and give their input on different things that we're doing in the city. So recently we had um, a meeting on, I think it was Western Avenue. We're gonna be changing Western Avenue around and we like to hear from the public on their ideas on what kind of um, maybe street lights or planters or things that would beautify that area. On a larger scale, down at the riverfront, where the riverfront village structure stood, where Joe's Crab Shack was, we've had a series of public outreach and meetings where we have done things in paper, online, in person, and we've asked people, what do you want to see in that space? Because that space has been designated by the city council to be a park space, a green space, but that doesn't mean it's going to stay grass the way it is now. That means it's going to have some amenities, some playground equipment, maybe a stage, but what really goes down there should be determined by the people who live here and use that space. So that's another great way for people to get involved. They can come down, come to a meeting, give their opinion, and then they, they don't have to come back to something, right? They're not beholden to these meetings. Can I ask what some of those ideas have been? Oh my gosh, so this has been, yes. <laughs> I'm curious. <laughs> we have had um, some incredible ideas, and we've had things that have ranged from, well, I should say this. That area is well known that it's in a floodplain and a floodway. So we tell people we can do all kinds of things, but understand that the water will rise and there's not a lot we can do about that. So plan that accordingly. We've had, I'll tell you, the wildest idea I've ever had was somebody who called me and wanted to build a, like a walking bridge from East Peoria to Peoria, right directly to that park. And I was like, that's a great idea. Sounds super expensive, but great idea. Right. Um, fun. A fun idea. So <laughs> water like slides. Idea. Yeah. Right. We've had ideas of um, <laughs> separate. <laughs> oh my gosh. I don't know if I'd want to go across that bridge. Um, we've had <laughs> zip, lines. I, zip lines. We've had ideas of um, a separate pool that gets built out into the river. So it looks like an infinity pool. We've had ideas of um, cement ping pong tables or chess boards or a climbing wall or berms that kids can roll on or fountains. They, one of the neatest ideas that I saw had fountains that were flush with the ground, but you could turn those off and then you could expand the riverfront market into that space on Saturdays, allowing the market to take over some more of that space. Sure. A lot of people seem to want a stage down there or some kind of a performance area. There have been multiple ideas of different kinds of fountains or a hammock park or outdoor exercise equipment for parkour or people like to give us ideas on other cities who have riverfront property and what works and what they like. So there's just been an abundance of really, really good input. So now what happens, our design firm takes those ideas and then starts saying, well, these are the top five and this is what we're seeing. And then we start breaking down cost and then we have to find the money for it if there's money. And so it's been fun. And I'm sure we'll have another session like that at some point in the near future. Very yeah. interesting. Yeah. So that's all kind of nice. Those are all kind of the traditional means. So one of the things I told the attendees is that you don't have to just be structured within these traditional means because there are residents in our community, neighbors, who are going out and, and doing amazing things completely on their own. And so people will often come to me and say, well, how do I do that? What, what do I need to do? And so I told them, you know, at the end of this session, I'm going to give you some ideas. I'll tell you some things that people have done. And then I'm going to give you some ideas of how you can get that done with your own idea. So 
something that happens not very far from this location on the near north side of Peoria, we have seen a few community gardens pop up. Mm -hmm. Yeah, they're amazing. And they're a lot of work, but they really do become community centers for people to come and share and to grow and to take ownership of it. Uh, one thing that people notice in the city of Peoria is that we have either a lot of vacant lots that the city owns, or we have homes that are going to be torn down that have come into our ownership. They're structurally unsound. They need to be demolished because nobody wants to live next to a dangerous home. And then you've got this vacant lot. So what do you do with it? We've had a couple residents who have come to us and purchased for a nominal fee these vacant lots adjacent to their properties, and they've turned them into urban farms. Um, so you get people that come in and they say, how do I do it? Do I need permitting? I want to do this. And we've helped them in many cases. You know, how can we help you better the community? So sure. there are at least two on the near north side. There are a couple in the first district. Uh, we recently had a meeting with the students from Harrison School, and they are planning a community garden on their property. And we said, well, the people from St. Anne's Parish are also planning a community garden. You guys really need to get together. Oh, wonderful. You know, so that's that's part of it, too. They Neither one of them had any idea. Collaboration. Collaboration, right, which comes to the key of it. So that's kind of one thing that happens. We've had neighborhood associations at the corner of, um, it's the Renaissance Park Neighborhood Association, a really young and vibrant group. They're primarily located at the corner of Maine and Sheridan, where Broken Tree Coffee is mm -hmm. and Ribbon Records. The neat thing, and I told them that they should write a playbook on being a neighborhood association, because they are welcome to people who are renters. You don't have to have a permanent structure there. They've been very open with the business people. They have a large amount of participation from people who do not live within that neighborhood. They just like what's going on in the neighborhood. Sure. And, you know, they came to us, they came to the city and said, we'd really like to beautify our area. What they didn't know is that at that time, we were looking at the corner of, of Maine and Sheridan, and we were changing it a little bit to make it more bike-friendly. And we said, oh, well, we, what do you want to do? And they wanted to plant flowers. We got them the planters, which are these kind of industrial-looking cylinders. Cool. Let them paint them. We helped them with the flowers. We helped them plant them. And now it's their responsibility to kind of take mm -hmm. care of that little corner of the world, right? So. You get those kind of things. We have episodic events. We have times when people want to do planters down on Jefferson Street or Washington Street. And we say, you can, you know, you can do that too. Just pick one out. Let us know what you're doing. Today, I came from a meeting of litter people. Like, we have this amazing network of volunteers and residents, both working and retired, who go out and pick up bags and bags and bags of litter. And I hate to say that we have bags and bags of litter in right. the city. But we do. we do. I mean, there are areas that are just really not well-maintained. And that the litter issue is a whole other show about educating people on how you do that. Um, but right now, they're, they are so committed to trying to make Peoria as attractive as they can by picking up litter. And what we hadn't had was kind of a meeting. It was almost like a summit of the main litter people that we know of, right? Because there are litter people that go out in neighborhoods, and we don't necessarily know they're out there until we see them. They just want to go out and do it. So today we had this whole group and sat down and mapped out where everybody goes and when they go there. And we had public works there, and we had community development there. The mayor has his own volunteer litter group. And honestly, it started because of volunteers. They came to the mayor and said, we want to pick up litter. We need to help you with this. And it's a twofold thing. They're making the city better, prettier, nicer. 
but we're also maintaining our workforce because we don't have enough staff to keep that out there. We've got staff filling potholes or we've got staff building streets or we have staff out doing other things. So, you know, we kind of have this, um, what I would call a critical mass of, of litter collection. So even people who think, eh, I don't want to go downtown, I don't want to do a planter, well, they can definitely go out and pick up an area of Peoria. But maybe that's not their passion, right? So maybe that's not it. So recently, I don't want to go over time. We're good? Okay. So <laughs> recently, one of, the, one of the most interesting things that I've dealt with, I, uh, I've worked a lot in the public art sphere and the art sphere in Peoria. So I know a lot of artists, a lot of local artists and national artists. But public art is always something that people seem to want to have in a community, but can be very costly if you're going to be paying the artists for their time, because sure. they certainly deserve to be paid for, for their craft as well. We had, there's a couple, and you might have had them on your, their, your show named Doug and Eileen Lunig. Yep. So Doug and Eileen are incredible people. They are idea people. They are artists. They are great collaborators. And for probably two or three years, they were shopping around their big picture idea. They, you know, they kept on saying, we're going to have a mural festival, and we want it to be a film festival. And then they developed a little packet, and then they'd come back and meet with all of us. And so... Next thing you know, their Abraham Lincoln is actually on the side of the Peoria County Courthouse. And last year, they did the Big Picture Festival. They shut down Adams Street, and they had this whole thing. And, and honestly, when Doug and Eileen had talked to me about it, the city had just done a, an event called City Fest. We had actually shut down Adams Street because we had completed a green infrastructure pilot project down there, and we wanted the public to come down and look at it. But we knew that that sounded really boring, so we decided to have a party instead and then come down and show people. Well, Doug and Eileen liked that block. They liked the idea, um, and they they had worked with me before, so they called me, and we went down, and we walked the block, and they asked about obstacles, and, and we kind of worked through that. And when people see that event, they they have no idea that it's two people, a married couple that really started all of that. So... You know, kind of what I tell people when they go through this is that there are a lot of different ways. If you've got an idea, your first thought should not be, it's never going to happen. Your first thought should be, how am I going to make it happen? Mm -hmm. and, and it's some really easy steps, like call your council person. All of us have a council member. There are five at-large members that can also help you. Call them and find out where to go in the right direction. Is it a permitting issue? Is it a code issue? Follow us on social media. Sometimes you don't know what's going on in the city. Like, I hear that a lot. Well, I didn't know that was happening in the city. I would have done that. Well, follow us because we do a lot of volunteer opportunities. We talk about it on, on uh, our social media channel. Um, HOAs, huge deal. Neighborhood associations, they do a lot of great work. We don't hear about all of it, but in their own little corner of Peoria, they do wonderful things. But at, at the end of the day, Stacey, it's like you said, it's collaborations and it's connections. And, and I've always offered myself up and said, I can't necessarily do everything or help you, but I can probably point you to the right person and get you connected to them. So yeah, it's been really fun getting residents to connect with their projects. So what are different ways that people can find out more as we wrap up today? Well, I would encourage people to go to our website, peoriagov.org, and go okay. up to Boards and Commissions. Uh, also, on that homepage in the lower right-hand corner, they can hook up with any of our social media platforms, our Instagram, our Twitter, or our Facebook pages. Uh, and on there, they can contact me directly through the messenger, and then I can contact them back. Fun. Yeah, thanks. You never know what Peoria is capable of. Mm -mm. That was the fastest 19 minutes I think we've <laughs> ever had. It's like, wow.
Well, it, it resonates with exactly what we're doing, mm -hmm. you know, mm -hmm. in the neighborhood. We're about finding those volunteer heroes, people that that just go, okay, I see a problem, I can complain about it, or I can stand up and do something. Absolutely. And that's really what we're, we're about. Absolutely. And so, Stacy Peterson, uh, City of Peoria. Mm -hmm. uh, I'll stick with community or uh, community liaison. Yeah, well, I guess yeah, that, that'd, that'd work. Yeah, absolutely. Um, great, great information, and we'd love to um, talk to you even more. Anytime. Thanks for having me. Thank you. And remember, you can watch us on uh, Facebook, YouTube, and if you especially would comment on our In the Neighborhood channel on Facebook, that'd be great. But you can also find us on Peoria uh, TV and on, uh, what am I missing here? Okay, uh, WPEO. Oh, WPEO. So um, thanks, everybody. Uh, see you soon. PeoriaLife.com Hello everyone, welcome to In the Neighborhood with your hosts, Tim Johnson and Stacy Borjo. Together, they are finding out what makes the heart of the Heartland Beat. They sit down with people in your community that lead organizations